Hi everyone, and welcome to OTP. I'm Marissa. And I'm Erica. This week is actually an off week for us, but we have a really special treat for you guys. We're here with an episode of another shipping podcast called The Shipping Room. The Shipping Room is a show devoted to TV ships. They take deep dives into fan favorite shows from One Tree Hill, my favorite, to The West Wing, to The Office. This is my favorite. They pick apart all the best and worst relationships that television has to offer. The hosts are two TV-obsessed women named Tamar and Christine, and they've been podcasting about their TV OTPs for three years. They made a special episode of their show just for our OTP listeners. They're going to cover their top couples. And after you listen, you can tell Tamar and Christine all your thoughts and feels on Twitter at ShippingRoomPod, all one word. You can also email them your top 10 true pairings at ShippingRoomPod at gmail.com. And you can subscribe at applepodcast.com slash shippingroompodcast to hear more episodes. Now for the episode. Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Shipping Room. I'm Tamar. And I'm Christine. And if this is your first time listening to our show, then welcome. And welcome. We're going to tell you a little bit about who we are. So, Christine, what, what is The Shipping Room? The Shipping Room is a podcast where we talk mostly about television ships. Uh, However, we have strayed from that occasionally, and we did an episode on books, we've done an episode on movies, we've done an episode on Broadway shows. Sometimes we talk specifically about all of the TV couples on one show, Um, but primarily we just love talking about TV relationships, whether it's uh, ships that we want to happen, ships that we love, classic ships, uh, familial relationships. We love just talking about all types of relationships on television. Right. So not only romantic ones. We talk about friendships that we love. We talk about sibling relationships that we love. We do talk heavily about romantic ones, but we definitely have room for everything. And we, you know, talk, we use a lot of the terminology that you might find on Tumblr. I think the ladies at OTP have also used some of that language. Their podcast mm-hmm. name is OTP. We talk about right. that a lot. You know, your OTP being the couple that you care the most about, you know, your one true pairing. We mm-hmm. talk about bro TPs, which are really good friendships. We talk about right. no TPs, which are relationships that we never want to see happen. No, 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 no. And most importantly, we what, what's happened, and I'll be honest, I don't even know that we knew this was what was going to happen when we launched this podcast, but right. what's happened is that we've, we've created a safe space for shipping. So if you've dabbled in the internet and you've had conversations on Twitter or Tumblr with other shippers, you may know that sometimes people are unwilling to hear your opinion or things get nasty Mm -hmm. and toxic. And so this space is truly a safe space. Share your opinions. We, no judgment, you know, we like to hear what everybody's thinking. Obviously, like there are some ships that we're really hardcore about and we'll sometimes joke around and, and be a little <laughs> bit confused by people who feel differently. Um, as an example, I am like a diehard Beverly Hills 90210 original Brenda and Dylan shipper. And anytime I hear from someone who listens to the show who loves Dylan and Kelly, I have to raise an eyebrow. 
by the way. <laughs> Christine is one of those people. So, you know, we'll joke around about that, but we obviously, right. everybody has their opinions. We love to hear yes. all of them. We are equal opportunity shippers. There is no wrong way to ship. I nope. personally do draw the line at incest, but not everybody does. And it's come up on the show quite a few times. <laughs> so usually that is for a show like Game of Thrones. That's like, you know, right. super different uh, setting and not necessarily based in reality. I don't go there, but definitely people have. And I, you know, I listen <laughs> respectfully. So a staple of our show is the top 10 list. So mm-hmm. it started with our very first episode when Christine and I kind of dug deep into our history of television watching and narrowed down all of our favorite ships to our top 10. And we kind of considered ships that, you know, were our original, you know, when we were younger, before we even knew what we were doing, that we were shipping, you know, those ships, those relationships that meant so much to us when we were younger. We thought Mm -hmm. about the ships that kind of affected us the most, impacted our lives the most intensely. We thought about ships that are maybe on right now that feel really important. And we whittled it down to 10. And in doing so, we kind of created the staple of our show where our listeners, we've challenged our listeners to think of their top 10 lists and send them to us. And so every week at the top of our episode, we read a listener top 10 list, which we're going to do for you tonight as well. So curating your top 10 list can be a really, really fun challenge, and it can also be really hard. After you've done it, please feel free to send it to us at shippingroompod at gmail.com. We love reading these top 10 lists. They're so fun, and we would love to read yours on our show. So please, after you've done it, send it our way. So do we have one to read tonight? We sure do. We have one from our listener named Angela P., and her list is really, really fun. I'm actually excited to read it. Um... At number one, she has Whitley and Dwayne from A Different World. I love Whitley and Dwayne. Do you remember so that show? I love yeah. that show. It's um, a spinoff from The Cosby Show. It was, yes. Except Lisa Bonet's character left the show like after the first season and yeah. it just became a totally different show. A hundred percent. At number two, uh, Angela has Lily and Marshall from How I Met Your Mother. At number three, she has got Chandler and Monica from Friends, which I think is going to come up in a few minutes when we start talking about some frequent ships. Yeah. Um, she's got Jane and Michael from Jane the Virgin. Yes. Love. Love. Love it, even though I am team Raphael all the way. I am team Michael, and I'm going to be returning team Michael because, you know, good stuff mm. is happening this mm. season. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, number five, Niles and Daphne from Frasier. I love when they pop up. Uh, Me too. Number six, I also love when this one pops up. Cece and Niles from The Nanny. I love The Nanny. Amazing. Um, I don't know The Nanny so well, but that's awesome. And also, I feel like whenever we hear about The Nanny, it's mm-hmm. it's The Nanny and... Right. Fran and Mr. Sheffield. Fran and Mr. Sheffield. Thank you. Right. Well, you see, she was working at a bridal shop in Flushing, Queens, till her boyfriend kicked her out in one of those crushing scenes. Mm-hmm. What else I could got? do the whole theme song. Can you really? <laughs> I can. Of course I can. That's so funny. Um, at number seven, she has Darlene and David from Roseanne. Yes, which at the time of this recording, Roseanne has just been canceled. Yes. Which we're doing a short episode tonight, but if this were a full version, our episodes usually go an hour to an hour and a half, and we would definitely 
be giving that some time. So tune in to the next episode we drop where we will most likely be discussing that whole mess. At oh, yeah. Uh, number eight, Jesse and Rebecca from Full House. Uh, number nine, Danny and Riley from Baby Daddy, which I just started watching on Netflix. So I'm I'm excited about that. Okay. Um, and number ten, Joey and Pacey from Dawson's Creek, which uh, will also probably come again, come up again in a couple minutes. Ah, oh, they're my fave. So we started the show because Christine and I were both writing about television for different blogs, mm-hmm. and I had done a few guest stints on a few podcasts, and I kind of got bitten by the bug. I loved it, and then. In, in writing for television, what we kind of noticed was that the articles that always got the most reactions were always the ones that had to do with ships. And so we, we thought, you know, what would be really fun is to do a podcast that focused on shipping. And so here we are three years almost after mm-hmm. our first yep. episode dropped. And um, in that time, we've had some really fun guests, some really fun episodes. So before we dive into today's topic, which is going to be looking at all the lists, all the conversations we've had with listeners over the three years and which ships are the most popular. So stay tuned and hear if your favorites make the list. Um, But before that, we just want to give you a heads up about some of our most notable guests and episodes in case you want to go back and check them out and um, send us your thoughts on all of them. One of my favorites, episode 25, was a Gilmore Mm -hmm. Girls episode that we did. This is pre-revival yes I don't even know if the revival was in the works yet when we did it I, I don't uh, think it was I, I think I think it it was announced but like you, nothing was official okay and that episode is really fun because we have Keiko Agena as a guest on that episode with her uh her podcast co-host Will Choi she hosts a podcast about Monk and mm-hmm. um, for those who don't remember her name, she played Lane Kim on Gilmore Girls. So we had an actress from the show come on to talk about the ships of the show, uh, which was awesome. It was really, what, really fun. What other episodes should we highlight? Uh, episode 36, we talked about uh, the world of slash fic and femme slash. Uh, we had lesbian.com senior editor Natasha Langfelder on, and uh, we had a really fun discussion kind of learning about what femme slash is and what makes it so special to so many people. And I think we learned a lot of really cool stuff in that episode. So Yes, it was awesome. It's one of my favorites for sure. Uh, episode 49, we did an Aaron Sorkin ships episode with Kevin Porter, who you may know from the podcasts Good Christian Fun and The Gilmore Guys. And that episode was, I can't remember, Did we talked about all the Sorkin shows? We did. Yeah, we weren't going to talk about uh, The West Wing, and then we were like, nah, we have him here, we yeah, gotta talk we'll about The West Wing. <laughs> so, that, oh right, because we did a separate West Wing episode with, right. the, with the girls who host a, uh, the... The Wing in It podcast. The Wing in It podcast, thank you, which is not the West Wing Weekly podcast hosted by Josh Molina. They predate him. They're the Wing in It podcast, and we had the girls that host that come talk about the West Wing. And then our second Sorkin episode we did with Kevin Porter. That was episode 49. What else? Um, Episode 52, we had um, Karina McKenzie, who is the creator of Roswell, New Mexico, which is coming on the CW this fall. Uh, She came on to talk to us about the toxicity that exists in some shipping communities and different uh, ways that we can hear each other out a little bit better. And um, 
ways that we can learn to love and respect each other peacefully on the internet. <laughs> yeah. That's also a great episode. And Karina, before she was creating Roswell, was writing on the originals um, and maybe a little Vampire Diaries also before that. I don't remember. Uh, I don't know that she ever actually worked on Vampire Diaries. I think it was just the originals. I know she wrote about the Vampire Diaries for when she was a TV journalist. Yeah. Right. And then episode 80 was Epic TV Love Moments with Jarrett Weisselman, who's formerly of BuzzFeed. And he's one of our all-time favorite guests. We got the best response to this episode. We just kind of talked about some of our favorite big moments from some of our favorite ships. And he was so into it and such a good shipper and such a good guest. And I highly recommend that episode. That was a Valentine's Day special episode, I believe. It was. Um, We've also had interviews with Patrick Sean Smith, who created Greek, and Lila Gerstein, who created Heart of Dixie. We've had um, Dan Greger, who is a writer on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. We we just love talking to anybody who will talk to us about our favorite shows. (laughs) Totally. So, okay, so we've had three years to talk to people about who their favorite ships are. And we get these top ten lists that come to us via email and via Twitter, although we prefer email so we can keep track of them. And we've done polls and we've had brackets and we've just, we've really kind of done our research in terms of who the most popular ships of all time are. Right. And and by all time, I mean our demographic is pretty much 16 to 40 year olds, I would say. Probably, yeah. So, you know, we're not talking too much about the 1970s or 80s even. We're talking mostly starting in the 90s through today. And yeah, there's 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 certain there's ships that just come up over and over and over again. So if you're a new listener, and even if you're not, even if you're one of our veteran listeners, I would say hit pause right here and take a minute to think about who you think is going to come up the most tonight. Who you think are the most popular ships? And I'm curious yes. to see if you are able to guess some of them. And if you listen to our show regularly, you probably won't be as surprised as people who don't listen to our show regularly. And I don't even mean surprised. I just mean um, you may, you may like, you probably have a good idea of what's coming. So where do you want to start? Some of our most popular ships, um, Nathan and Haley, One Tree Hill, uh, they come up so often. I think they're like the the second most, they come up second most often, I think, of all of our ships. Yeah, right behind Logan and Veronica from Veronica Mars. They are, they are hands down. When we, the first, uh, we've done a few episodes now where we've just read top 10 lists of our listeners. <laughs> and the first time we did it, we played a drinking game. And yes. Christine and I each picked like our five favorite ships. And our deal was that anytime those ships came up on one of the top 10 lists, we had to take a drink. Mm-hmm. And I had Logan and Veronica on mine. And yes. I cannot even tell you how many times I had to drink that episode. It was, it wasn't even close. I'm actually pretty sure you also had Nathan and Haley. I may have, I don't remember, but I definitely <laughs> have Logan and Veronica. Oh, it was sure, bad. Yeah. It was bad. And I also had Will and Alicia from The Good Wife, mm-hmm. who are one of my favorites and who have come up on several episodes. They fit into many topics. Um, there are workplace, workplace romance. 
They fit into, we've had conversations about moving on when your ship is over and how right. to do that. You know, we've had, we've had conversations about shipping the same character with several different characters. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes, uh, sometimes you think that if your ship ever ends, you'll never, ever be able to ship that any, either of those characters with anybody else. They're meant for each other. And if they're not going to be together, then they're not going to be with anybody and we kind of did a whole episode proving that that's not really the case a lot of the time. That a lot of the time we are able to move on and root for these characters with other people, even if at the time of the breakup or the death or whatever it is, mm-hmm. it seems impossible. Um, I love talking about Ben and Leslie from Parks and Recreation, and they come up very, very often as well. Kind of same thing. They just fit into a lot of different categories. Uh, They fit into the workplace romance. They also fit into that hashtag relationship goals category uh, that we talked about a number of times on our show. Um, They just have such a, a fun, pure love story. It's it's just just pure happiness whenever I talk about them. So I always love when they pop up. So good. Um, on our top ten list that we read tonight, Joey and Pacey from Dawson's Creek. And we actually just did one of our first episodes where we focused just on one ship for the whole episode. We just mm-hmm. did Joey and Pacey a few weeks ago. Uh, in addition, we also did a full Dawson's Creek episode with the guys who host the Gossip Guys podcast, which is similar to Gilmore Guys, but instead of Gilmore Girls, they talk about Gossip Girl. That was Super hard to say. <laughs> and so Joey and Pacey also come up a ton. Um, and in the beginning when I was talking about how we're super open and everybody, you know, we're non-judgmental and everyone is allowed to have their opinions and we respect everyone's opinions. Mm-hmm. And then I joke that sometimes we give people a hard time. This would be one of those examples where every yes. once in a while we'll hear from someone who really shipped Joey and Dawson. And I think that's like incredible. And it's also impossible for me to wrap my brain around. So I I love to hear that kind of stuff because it just reminds me that we all have such different perspectives and that what seems so obvious to one person just isn't isn't right. the same for someone else. So that would be an example of that. Uh, also comes up a lot on our show, and, and we talked about it just before in Angela's top 10 list, Monica and Chandler from Friends. And it's kind of a surprise to us, because I think when we started this show, we thought Ross and Rachel were going to come yeah. up all the time. and Monica and Chandler come up a lot more than they do. So much more, so much more. I actually read a really cool thing today, and I don't remember where it was, but I have to find it so that we can uh, send it out. But it was it was all about how like Monica and Chandler like top Ross and Rachel in every category. And it was a really, it was a really interesting read. So I got to refine that. So. Okay. Send that to me. I want to see it. Or we'll, we'll yes. tweet it. Yeah. And by the way, uh, you can find us on Twitter at Shipping Room Pod. That's also our handle for Facebook and Instagram. So we are, we're on the social media. Come find us and uh, tell us about your favorite ships. Uh, Sydney and Vaughn from Alias is a big yes. one that we talk about, which also brings me to my next point, which is that. Over the course of the show, Christine and I have discovered shows and ships that we hadn't seen or known of before. So Mm -hmm. Sydney and Vaughn is a really great example where our listeners have actually watched me or heard me go through the journey of discovering Alias and binging Alias and talking about it on the show and falling in love with Sydney and Vaughn, who I didn't even know about before, really. So that's been another really cool thing about the show is that 
Christine and I introduce each other to new things. Our listeners introduce us to new things. Mm-hmm. And we and we in turn introduce our listeners to new things. So in addition to top 10 emails that we get, we'll also get emails from listeners where they're thanking us because they've never watched Friday Night Lights or they've never watched Parenthood or they've never mm-hmm. watched, you know, any number of shows that we talk about. And they started watching because we were talking about them and we made it sound so good. And thank you so much. Now I've watched my favorite show. So yeah. I think that's also been a really cool thing for everyone who listens to the show, but also for me because, I mean, I could sit here and and tell you about how many shows I've watched since we started this podcast because you guys have told told us to. And in that same fashion, uh, Finn and Ray from My Mad Fat Diary, which is actually a British show uh, that our listeners uh, would send us thoughts on all the time. Like Finn and Ray came up constantly on people's top tens. And then finally, I, I just was like, I'm just going to watch this show and see what it's all about. And I fell in love and I fell in love with Finn and Ray and I'm totally on board with it now. Such a great positive teen relationship. And I, uh, it highlighted so many different things about insecurities and, and, um, and struggles in your teen years that go beyond just, uh, what every other show is doing um and I loved it and now Finn and Ray are like part of my top 10 as a state totally. so. we have Jim and Pam from The Office that obviously. come up all the time obviously they're just sort of your classic will they won't they then they do uh you know we talked about the tropes you know there's an Aaron Sorkin quote that we reference a lot that mm-hmm. that unresolved sexual tension is a lot more interesting than actual sex And that, you know, think about Josh and Donna on the West Wing, you know, that it's, it, it makes it more interesting for a viewer to keep two people apart than to put them together. Mm -hmm. And so Pam and Jim have come up in that regard also, because I think a lot of people feel like they're a good example of once a couple got together, they maybe got boring or maybe their storyline kind of didn't go anywhere or it went in a direction that people didn't like. And how right. hard it can be for writers to keep a storyline interesting once a couple's gotten together. Um, and then on the flip side of that, we talk about couples like Tammy and Coach from yes. Friday Night Lights, where you know they're together the entire series, and yet their relationship is compelling and beautifully written and and interesting and doesn't get boring. And it kind of defies that idea that you can't write a, a successful couple and also keep the viewers interested um also comes up a lot and i didn't actually put this on the list because uh, i forgot uh, mickey and ian from shameless come <gasps> How up did we not have that on i there? i don't know i just realized it like as you were talking i was like oh my god i didn't put mickey and ian on this list mickey, mickey and, and ian are ian, a staple of the shipping room mickey and ian were the number one ship when i made my top 10 list three years ago and i think they still are Oh, I should say that Christine and I redid our top 10 lists a few months ago, and they changed Mm -hmm. a lot, partly because we've discovered new shows, partly because we've revisited some of the ships that were on the list, and they no longer, uh, you know, they don't live up to what we remember them as. Um, But Mickey and Ian will forever be on my top 10 list because they are the ship that led me to discovering discovering, uh, shipping as it exists today you know they're the ship mm-hmm. that led me to tumblr they're the ship that led me to learning the word shipping right um they're the couple that really just kind of introduced me to this world and i got so sucked in and they just impacted my life they're the first couple i can remember 
you know, being at dinner with friends, but like all I could think about was Mickey and Ian. And, like, and trying to wedge them into every conversation yes. that we were having. And like yes. there were, you know, there was like a nine month hiatus between seasons. And I, I, all I could think about was when the show was coming back. It was crazy. I was so invested. So I think they'll always be my number one just because I've never, that's never happened to me quite that mm-hmm. intensely before. And I honestly hope it never happens again. It was a little bit much. <laughs> But I think they'll always be my top 10. I love them very, very much. Um, I love Zoe and Wade on Heart of Dixie so, so much. And uh, I, I'm so happy that so many of our listeners have found Heart of Dixie uh, and that they can share that love of that show with me. It's If you've never seen it, it's a show on the CW. It's kind of hokey. It's a little cheesy. But it's so just uh, a feel-good, heartwarming hour of television that you can devote yourself to and uh zoe and wade are the big will they won't they ship of the series and it's just so many tropes that i love about the underdog and the pretty girl and the uh or the or you could look at their relationship a lot of different ways actually as as we've talked about a couple of times on our show um but they just have have great chemistry uh the actor who plays wade wilson bethel is a very very handsome man and uh yeah i love anything rachel bilson does so which brings us to seth and summer from the oc come up a lot um i like to talk about ships where especially when they're on tv right now and we can kind of debate a triangle so jane the virgin was a really fun show for us to talk about when it was Mm -hmm. you know michael versus Raphael. Uh, when Looking was on the air, I love talking to people about Team Patrick versus Team Richie. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, t- Team Kevin versus Team Richie for who Patrick should be dating. Um, and, you know, that kind of stuff. So I also really love when there's things going on right now as opposed to thinking about stuff like Gilmore Girls, which is a thing of the past. Although. Although. <laughs> Does it ever really go away? No. And so uh, Rory and Jess are on this list because they come up a lot too. But interestingly, since the revival happened two years ago or a year and a half ago, almost everyone who sends us Rory and Jess has an asterisk next to it because nobody thinks Rory deserves Jess based on her performance in the reboot. So curious to hear other people's opinions on that. Very interesting. Um, also comes up a lot are Buffy and Angel on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. They're just a classic ship for for a lot of people who grew up in the 90s. Mm-hmm. So good. Um, oh, you know what else? Uh, Lexa and Clark from The 100. Yes. Was a big one. And um, Oh, also Olicity. Oh, uh-huh. Felicity and <laughs> Oliver from Arrow. Yes. Um, all those superhero ships. Um, uh, there's one on Supergirl also that people love. Sanvers. Sanvers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the, the Klexa one from the 100 was such a big thing when when Lexa was killed off. And, and the LGBT community really kind of erupted. And, and also their allies and anybody who, who sees the trope, the barrier gauge trope, and feels offended by it. And so right. uh, for those who don't know, there's this idea or there's this problem I should say, in Hollywood where very often lesbian characters in particular get killed off. Um, my example that, like, affected me was watching Chicago Fire where you have, like, all these dudes whose job is literally to go into burning buildings 
And then they decided they wanted to kill a character to shake things up. And who did they pick? The lesbian EMT. Um, and it was sort of like, I mean, come on, guys. Anybody could have died. Literally every episode, anybody could die. And that's mm-hmm. the character you picked. And so we've talked a lot about that and about, you know, decisions that writers and showrunners make and how what thought process goes into those decisions and what really needs to be weighed and thought about before casting changes like that and death scenes happen. And the thing about Lexa and Clark that was so significant was that it happened right after they had sex, which is another problem with the trope that it sort of comes, you know, it's like here this relationship was realized and now you have to die for that. And so that's been a real problem. And if you follow this conversation online at all, there's been a real shift in the way that Hollywood thinks about this. So that was really cool to watch and interact with the fans and talk about and, and see how the mobilization of that fan of that fandom really changed things. Mm-hmm. Um, also comes up a lot are Booth and Brennan from Bones. And uh, we have to confess that neither one of us has actually ever watched Bones. Um, but the the fan base behind that ship is so passionate and people love Booth and Brennan. We've heard so many stories and anecdotes about Booth and Brennan over the years. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, it, it makes me want to watch the show, but I also know that Booth and Brennan have a really, really long, 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 long wait before they get together. Uh, so I, f- I feel like, do I, do I want to invest in that, that long game? Speaking of which, Donna and Harvey come up a lot. For the suits. Oh, Donna and Harvey. My and heart. And if you don't watch Suits, you should start watching Suits just start so that you get suits. a chance to see the Duchess of Sussex in her glory. Oh, my God. Uh, so we were Meghan Markle fans before Harry was a Meghan Markle fan, which <laughs> is literally true because so true. he said in an interview that before they met, he had no idea who she was. So, I mean, we've honestly been fans of hers before he even knew she yeah. existed. So that's cool. And let me tell you, the queen would not approve of some of those scenes that Rachel and Mike. No, <laughs> I'm not sure Harry would either. But uh, they're pretty. <laughs> they're pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I always, Mike and Rachel were always my suits ship more than than Harvey and Donna. Although, oh, I, I love Donna and Harvey in the minority. <laughs> so yeah, so that's that's what we do. Um, and and I think you know we tried to kind of give you a feel in this episode. We do delve into some deeper conversations we try to have some insights and some um, analysis about what we're talking about it's not all Mm -hmm. just you know drooling and clapping and getting excited right although it's a lot of that (laughs) Um, but we also do try and unpack you know what's happening and what these tropes are about and why they work and why they don't and Um, why some things are problematic that maybe we didn't notice were problematic totally and, you know, we did a Bad Boys episode once where, like, it was It was therapy. Like, <laughs> me sitting in therapy, figuring out why, how my television habits over the years have shaped my dating habits over the years and how bad that is. So, I'm married with three kids now, but uh, historically, there's been, there have been some problems. So, it was fun to kind of see all that unfold. Thanks, Jordan Catalano. Yeah. So if you like what you hear, please come find us. We're at applepodcasts.com slash shippingroompodcast. And you can find us, as I said, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, at shippingroompod. 
you can send us an email with those top 10 lists. We want to hear them. Shippingroompod at gmail.com. Yep. Thank you so much to Erica and Marissa of the OTP podcast. And hopefully we'll be hearing from you. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. This is your river out of Eden. This truth you've chosen.